My name is Mark Coxhead, CEO of Tradebridge and the host of this episode of the eCommerce Here podcast. There's never been a greater opportunity for growth in e-commerce. The world's shopping habits are constantly shifting and the demand to buy online has never been greater. For online businesses everywhere, growth is high on the agenda. But it's a long way to the top for an e-commerce here. My name is Ryan O'Halloran. I'm Director of Enterprise Sales at Airwallex, and you're listening to the Commerce Here podcast. So Airwallex provides global financial infrastructure for businesses. So what that means is we handle pay-ins, treasury management, and payouts, and we work with businesses of all types. So the real value out of Airwallex is you can start as a small one-person e-commerce business and grow over time to be a global international business, and we can support you at any stage. There's a complete different background for every single entrepreneur who starts a business or every single e-commerce business that comes and works with us. Some come from a background where they started companies, they sold companies. Others come from, you know, a true enterprise background where they've been working in companies of 10,000 or more. And so when they do come to us, some of them kind of know exactly what direction they're going after, but they've never actually had a need for payments or a need for money movement or a need for paying out suppliers. And so we can have a huge value add working with these customers to help them scale their business globally. And then the other times they actually come to us and they've been working in payments their entire life, but they've never worked on conversion and authorization acceptance with regards to payment methods and actually the front end experience of your customer and your buyer's journey. And so depending on the stage at which the companies do come at us, we kind of take a fundamentally different approach on how we're supporting them and what value Airwallex might bring to the table. I've been at businesses that were seven employees and working on you know, user-generated content, working on the customer story, the marketing aspect of businesses. And then I've been at payment businesses that have scaled up to you know, 5,000 and more employees. And the interesting thing is it's very hard to keep that customer-centric approach of being very bespoke and being very niche with these customers at scale. But I think that's what differentiates the companies over time. Is like if you're able to scale and still provide that hands-on approach to your customers, you're going to have a fundamentally different approach and advantage to the competitors out there in your space. What I truly love about our industry and our job is you'll work with people where it's not a transactional sale and it's not a transactional process, but it's very much a consultative sale. And you're actually working with businesses to build out new uh, products or services that can actually help them grow. So what I mean by that is, first and foremost, I might work with a business who is in the U.S. or in Singapore and they're expanding to Europe for the first time. Well, Europe is an incredibly complex place when it comes to payment methods. Each country has a different localized payment method. And to give you an example, Ideal in the Netherlands makes up 70% of online transactions. So if you're expanding from Asia or North America into Europe and you say, I want to go launch in the Netherlands and you actually don't support Ideal at launch, you're going to miss out on a ton of customers and a ton of opportunity there. And so that's part one is educating our customers and making sure they're aware of Hey, if this is your long-term plan, this is what you need to be thinking about. 
And then the second part is actually offering new products and services. So if you're an e-commerce business in Europe, but you have suppliers in South America or China, and you need to pay out those suppliers, well, traditionally you might be paying on the SWIFT network, which is very expensive and slow. With Airwallex, we offer uh, localized bank transfers, which are cheap, cheap and reliable, but there's still a cost, right? You're still paying for that. So another way you could do this is actually load up an issued card. So it can be a virtual or physical card and actually pay out with that which if you're offering this as a payout method to your customers, like a marketplace, like an Etsy or an eBay, you could actually monetize that and make money on the interchange. So something that used to be a cost to you as a business is now something you can monetize and actually grow and make money back and, and, and increase that bottom line. What's interesting is first and foremost, the world is just getting smaller. Right? You're able to reach customers as an e-commerce business in parts of the world you weren't able to you know, 10, 15 years ago. And COVID has just accelerated that roadmap. Right, It's forced all of these mainly retail brands to push themselves online and have a digital first strategy and approach. But that's not just limited to high street shops and, and, and retail businesses. It's, it's e-commerce businesses of all size. And so where does Airwallex come in? Well, kind of going back to the original point is we handle the end-to-end life cycle of a payment, right? And that's a very unique value proposition. With most fintechs and most companies, they kind of focus on one key aspect, right? You might focus on just pay-ins, so credit cards, local payment methods, or you might just focus on treasury and FX, or you might just focus on payouts. And so the interesting thing about Airwallex is we focus on the customer journey, so the acceptance rate of credit cards, debit cards, localized payment methods. Then when you actually get those funds into Airwallex, you're able to convert those at a very strong FX rate. And then finally, you're able to pay out your suppliers globally and on an international level. And so the end-to-end life cycle of that transaction is not something that a lot of businesses are touching on. So the nice thing is you can use Airwallex for everything. You don't have to piece different products and services together to try to support this. And I don't think a lot of businesses think about payments up front. I think about their product, their service, which they should, and then payments is an afterthought. And so we're able to handle every single piece of the business for them. And I think it's important that when you're planning your 2022 roadmap or 2023 goals, you should think about where does payments fall into this, whether it's pay-ins, pay-outs, or treasury management. The personalization, the customization, the customer and buyer journey, it should be customized, personalized, and felt like this experience has been made for me. Because at the end of the day, you would be surprised, I think, any e-commerce business is looking at their shopping cart abandonment rate, right? They're looking at where we're losing customers. And the payments aspect, the currencies, the payment methods is, again, the last piece in the puzzle, but it shouldn't be the last thought. It should be included in creating this customized experience for all of your customers. After attempting a year for e-commerce with the global supply chain crisis, COVID-19 delays, and much more besides, I wanted to ask Ryan his top three tips for e-commerce years to succeed in 2022. That's a great question. I think the first one is building your brand loyalty and increasing your brand awareness through utilizing brand ambassadors and social media. So I think people trust people more than they do big brands. And user-generated content, especially in the world of you know, TikTok and social media is just becoming more and more important and creating these custom user experiences where if I'm buying a sweater, I don't want to see what a sweater looks like on a perfect model. I want to see what it looks like on somebody like me that's out in the wild. So creating that customer loyalty, brand awareness, and that user-generated experience. 
The second one I'd say is make sure you're up to, staying up to date with your customers' payments needs. As we've kind of talked about today, the original landscape of payments compared to today is widely different and it's going to keep evolving. It's going to keep changing, right? So you're going to need to make sure that what you're implementing today, you can also adjust and stay up to date as the trends are changing internationally. And then finally, optimize your website for customers to check out and simplify that experience. So as we talked about today, not offering that full buffet, but simplifying it, offering the most common payment method, offering the best experience to your customers. So then that way they feel like, one, this is a product I can see, I can envision. Two, this is a product I can pay in in my local currency, my local needs. And three, you're having that quality that they expect from an e-commerce brand. As customers move online in unprecedented numbers, there's never been a better time to build your e-commerce business. Tradebridge provide additional and affordable funding to help e-commerce accelerate growth, build a serious business, and make people sit up and take notice. Visit tradebridge.com to download our guide to the top 10 e-commerce marketplaces in Europe, or try our e-commerce calculator to see how much you could borrow. You can stay up to date and listen to the e-commerce podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. In fact, download the e-commerce here wherever you get your podcasts. A special thanks to the team at Tradebridge and Ryan from Airwallex. I am Mark Coxhead, the CEO at Tradebridge. Thank you for listening.